This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Hey, uh, did you notice uh, WWE Network? They added all 143 episodes of WWE CW. Yes, I did. To the vault. It's under their own section. I did see that. Yeah. They also added the uh, WWE versus ECW uh, special they had on the USA Network prior to the one night stand that year. Yep. So I guess that's kind of neat. Speaking of the network. Yeah. Um, I was talking with a guy from the network. Yes. Because um, you know how my my network crapped out all the time. Yes, it does. So I I just have a running conversation with their tech help people nice. uh, through DMs on Twitter. Nice. So in one of our conversations, I mentioned, you know, I was talking to a couple friends of mine, and we think that you could do a couple cool things with the network that we would really appreciate. You know, I, I don't know if it's in the works. I don't know what it is. But I brought up the fact that we thought like a rankings or a rating system for like pay-per-views and events. Like people could vote on what they thought, you mean? Not not so much write reviews on the network. But like but the the star the thing, scale, like Netflix yeah, like used to, to do. Or one to five or whatever. Like Netflix so used to if do. If you watch – yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you could watch like WrestleMania 9 and give it a one star or you could watch, you know, WrestleMania – 20 and give it four or five stars right yeah and that way if you know that if we're sitting at home we're like hey you know i really want to watch what's a really good pay-per-view that i haven't seen you could sort you know just a list of you know five star rated or ten star or whatever yeah rated events and be like oh you know what i've never seen this SummerSlam, and apparently lots of people enjoy it so let's watch it yeah i could go with that and he said that I mean, it'll go nowhere, but he said he would kick it up to people. He's going to kick it up a notch? Yeah. And the um, the other thing I mentioned was also the ability to search by a performer. You can do that. Can you? Does yeah. It bring up, why have I never found that function? I don't know. I do it on my phone, and I do it on my Roku app. I have it. But, like, if, I, you know, if I'm using it on my phone or tablet or my Roku app, I can, sir, I can do a search – and like um, it does that thing where as you're searching, like say if you're looking up Tully Blanchard, it'll pull like you start typing T U L L. It'll like give you a, a options to a people or events or types of matches or whatever I, to choose from. That has never worked on my. Oh yeah, no, it works wonderfully. Hmm, and you know uh, what? yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the network on my Apple TV. Yeah. And see if it works on that. Well, here's here's the thing. All right, so like if you look up Tully Blanchard and you search, it's gonna give you a lot of stuff, and you get options of either complete episodes of a show where he had a match, or just the match just itself. Oh, fantastic! Or just the finish of the match, for whatever reason. Why would you want to watch that? Um, but like for well, instance. I mean, maybe. Maybe a match is terrible, but there was a great ending sequence that you wanted to see. Fair enough. But, like, for instance, say you want to look up Tessa Blanchard, right? Okay. So you search Tessa Blanchard. It doesn't give you any options on the right side. Like, it, you know, auto-populates, like, ooh, you know, here's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But if you hit search, it's going to bring up her matches she had in NXT with Nia Jax and Carmella and Alexa Bliss. Interesting. Because I just did that search this morning. Um, but yeah, so even if it doesn't auto-populate suggestions for you or try to right. finish, you yeah. know, you can still search that person, that performer, that type of match. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. That's how I. That's how I. That's I do that a lot from time to time. Like recently, for instance, I usually don't do it on my Roku because it's a pain in the ass with the remote doing that. I do it like on my phone, and then I find the match, and then I start watching it. Computer onto my TV and use the website. Right. But anyways, um, I was actually going to recommend a match for someone for people to watch this week. I just watched on the network, and mm-hmm. I actually found it because I was, I was I want to watch I want to watch Tully Blanchard, so I searched some Tully Blanchard, 
and I found this match. It's from NWA Wrestling, uh, World Championship Wrestling, NWA World Championship Wrestling from January 23rd, 1988. It has a pretty fantastic Western States Heritage Championship match between Barry Windham and Tully Blanchard. Um, If you go and search Tully Blanchard and bring it up in the match, it's going to bring you 10 minutes into the match. However, if you just look up that that show from January 23rd, 1988, and then for, fast forward to about – the show's about 90 minutes. Fast forward to about the one-hour mark. That's the start of the match, and it's a really, really good match. Cool. I like Barry Windham, so I'll check that out. I'm a big Barry Windham fan. I'm a huge Tully Blanchard fan, and I'd never seen this match before. And I'll just tell you now, they do go 30 minutes almost. So it's a very good match. I mean, that includes commercial breaks, so technically you're only seeing like 25 or you know minutes of it or whatever. But still, right, but that's still seven matches in current product. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's a very very good match, and um, I find it funny because it's for the Western States Heritage Championship, and it's like it's got a fancy name. Back then, like they created this title to make them sound more less regional as you know what i mean because this title if you look at the belt it's got like a picture of the map from like washington state to california and then out to like say nevada arizona colorado new mexico something like that you know what i mean and that's got that little section of the map on the center of the belt because that's the, that's what the title's representing and 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 you know they barely ran shows out that way but by having that title it made it made it seem less regional the promotion and there was only ever two champions in the uh a year and a half that existed barry windham was the inaugural champion and then he lost it to larry zabisco who held the title until it was abandoned. Hmm. So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. <coughs> so, yeah. <laughs> hey, did um, did we talk since Great Balls of Fire? No. No, we have not talked since Great Balls of Fire. I did that solo episode because we couldn't, right. have, we couldn't have time. Right. Did you want to talk about Great Balls of Fire? I don't know. I mean, the, I have a couple issues with Great Balls of Fire. I, I would assume. And I'm not even going to talk the main stuff. I, I'm going to yeah. go right to the tag match with um, okay. the Hardys and, and what's their faces. Yeah, the, the champs. Yeah, Cesaro and Sheamus that I just don't care yeah. about. I, I I have tremendous issue with that match, but not just that match, but whenever they do this. But go ahead. So they they did count the three count, and then they kicked out of it, right? So, like, the Hardys had another fall early on in the match. I, I didn't imagine that. I, uh, they didn't count it. No, they did. Well, oh. the ref counted it. Right. They did because they kicked out Right after the three, they yeah. go, oh, he kicked out at two, barely made it out. And I'm like, wait, but I I rewound it. Yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. It happened, but they didn't count it. Okay. So in a situation like that, when you have a 30-minute Ironman match, yeah. couldn't they have been like, no, that was a fall? And then they just quick snuck in an extra fall to even it back up instead of making the whole thing look like garbage? Yeah, you would you would think because for the longest time WWE's had a thing where like if a three count occurs or the guy forgets to kick out or the guy doesn't or whatever the referee's supposed to count three. He's not supposed to like oh he kicked out when he didn't. You know what I mean? Like that's been the yeah. edict. That is what you will do, and then you know we'll deal with the performers for not doing their jobs correctly. You know, like I I feel in my, in my heart that if this was the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man match. If one of them missed kicking out, that the two of them would have had another fall in there. You know that they they would have been they would have fixed it yeah. smart enough to fix it instead of nope they he kicked out totally kicked out yeah. and you have the entire crowd chanting bullshit. Yeah, no, I I I was surprised when they did that because like I said, you know, like I had heard that edict and I'm trying to think of an example where it happened. It's happened recently. I mean, like, we've all seen the uh, the referee calls for the ballot says, no, that was three, and the guys are like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? But um, 
Here's my big problem with this. Whenever you have a two out of three falls match or an Iron Man match, uh, or a like a Survivor Series elimination match, somebody always gets quick eliminated, it seems like, or quick pinned, or quick fall, or whatever it is. Um, but it would never happen if it was just a one fall one on one match or one fall tag team match. And the Are example you serious? because I've watched it happen in 18 seconds at freaking WrestleMania. Okay, yes, but yes and no. Like for instance, <laughs> the Hardy, like Matt Hardy getting kicked in the face like 10 seconds into the match and, and getting pinned and them losing a fall. Okay. Yeah. Yes, they've done that. Yes, Daniel Bryan lost the belt that way at WrestleMania, right? Okay, I, I, I get that. But what I mean is like they've been having this feud. They've been having long struggle matches. They've been having one-on-one right. matches that go... You know what I mean? But all of a sudden now, in this tag match, oh, we're going to have this quick fall because it's not a finish. I mean, yeah, they got a fall, but the match isn't over. We're still going to have more match. Or there's still two more falls left or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it seems like they do that a lot, and it just bugs the shit out of me. Like, I, I when they say, oh, we're going to have a two out of three falls match, I'm like, yeah! And then the entire match is less than ten minutes. I'm like bullshit yeah. you know like a two out of three falls match should be you know a half hour match basically or something like it shouldn't be shorter than a standard match this match almost did before I complain about the finish this match almost did what I've really always wanted a an Iron Man match to be what I would love to see somebody get four pins five pins you know up on somebody yeah and then have like you know, either have an amazing comeback or have an amazing comeback just fall short. Kind of like what happened on this. Yeah. You know, but the thing that kills me is every time they say Iron Man match, you know, automatically it's going to be very close. Whatever the at the end of the 30 minutes or the 60 minutes or whatever it is, it's going to be tied or someone's going to be up by one. And just as that clock starts counting down from 10, you know, there's going to be a finish that either happens to tie it or just doesn't happen to tie it. Right. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, and there's never a blowout. And I hate the fact that in Iron Man matches, you have, like, they've had a couple where they've had, like, seven falls to six. I'm like, sincerely, 13 friggin' falls in a match like that? Just, that's stupid. See, but it's garbage. To what you were saying? Yeah. How, you know, never quick falls or something like that? Yeah. What, what I could see in an Iron Man match, say, you know, they give... Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. Their, their feud heats up so much yeah. that they have an Iron Man match at whatever SmackDown pay-per-view comes up after SummerSlam. Yep. Give them an hour. You could see AJ Styles does something to Kevin Owens and yep. just like knocks him out, gets a pinfall, and you see Owens doesn't move. And then, you know, they kind of restart it a little bit, and AJ looks around and pins him again. Okay, so back at uh, Beach Blast 92, I believe it was, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat had an Iron Man match with uh, Rick Rude. And Rick Rude, like, hit Steamboat with a chair or the belt or the bell or something. Now, I can't remember. It's been so long since I watched it. But essentially, Rick Rude uh, took a DQ loss to lose a fall by beating down Steamboat with a weapon and then scored two pinfalls on Steamboat because he was still down from it. Right. That was brilliant. I, like, I was I completely 100% with that. Something like yeah. that in, you know, modern times instead yeah. of, oh, time is running out. Is she going to be able to, you know, submit so-and-so? No, she held yeah. out the, you know, oh, she tapped out one second left. Yeah. No, like seriously, with one second left, you can maintain a little bit more. I, don't know. I think it'd be cool if you had like you know someone's been working the leg for the whole match, they get a submission fall, and then immediately lock the submission back on and get another fall. Yeah, that would make perfect sense. Like, see, you could logically bring the count up that way, right. but I've never seen it happen except for that Rick Root instance that I gave you. You know? Yeah. So yeah, like uh, I w- I would love to see something like that, and unfortunately, there I don't think there are too many no. people you know, too many in-ring performers that would think to do it. Right. You know, but right now when they say, like, I'm not excited about Iron Man matches anymore. I don't care that it's a tag match. I don't care that, oh, they had a, you know, women's Iron Man matches. Like, you know, the finish is the same yeah. every fucking time. 
and it's you know what oh well like I I do not I'm not interested now um oh you said the woman's one like I actually I think the last one I enjoyed was Sasha and Bailey and NXT yeah which was fantastic yeah it was yeah I I mean it had the the kind of the finish but I don't when you have like when they're counting down the finish like for instance Okada against Kenny Omega like they're counting down to try to to, for for the end of the match right with a time limit and Okada and what you're watching is Okada crawling over to Omega to try to get a pin and Omega crawling away from Okada so we can't pin him for the time to go out that was brilliant right absolutely brilliant finish because you had like you didn't have the guy with the pin one two and they're timing it out so that the bell rings just before the referee hits three which i mean yeah that's perfect timing or brilliant timing or whatever you want to say so i mean you know high drama but i was more you know i I thought it was cooler watching omega like crawling away from okada like you're not gonna like i'm completely spent but you're not gonna pin me and okada like come you know come here come here type of thing like i i enjoyed that because they counted out the bell rang you knew the match was over but the match was so good and it was so rewarding you didn't need that high drama he's got a submission locked in or or whatever you know what i mean yeah because sometimes if you have a submission locked in and you put it in with a minute to go or even 50 seconds to go or whatever, like if the crowd's not into it and that guy's not like losing his mind in pain or whatever, then if he's just laying there, then it's not it's not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not interesting. So did you did you watch all of Great Balls of Fire? I sure did. All right. So the only thing I didn't watch. Yeah was um, the Heath Slater and Kurt Hawkins match. Why? Because they were too busy they, showing something else on the screen? TV, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel bad for the two of those guys. They were sent out there. And, okay, here's what I liked about that match. They went out there not prepared. Like, they were half in their gear. You know, Hawkins still right. had to pull his knee pads up. Heath Slater was putting tape on. Like, they didn't do their normal, like, entrance, how they come to the ring. They were just walking down as right. quickly as they could. Like, I thought that was great. It made it feel like it was a legit, like, you two guys get out there now and have a match. You know what exactly. I mean? I thought it was fantastic until yeah. they did that. And then they showed one move. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, here are people using a Jaws of Life on yeah. the door of an ambulance. Then ride. they went they to were... a split screen. Um, so, Braun versus Roman Reigns. I hate to I say this. I was talking to you during the pay-per-view, was I? I no, was you were not. Okay, I was talking to Ronnie and Paul. Yeah, because I was um, watching it later. As soon as the match started, yeah. I said, this is how this match ends. He's going to try and spear him. He's, he's going to move out of the way. And he's going to put gonna himself move. in the ambulance. And they're like, yeah. yeah, I guess I could see that. And then 10, 15, however long the match was. I don't even know. 15 minutes? It says it's 16 and a half here. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. So about 15 or so minutes in, it happens. And I'm like, well, there it is. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. So here's my thought on the, on, on the match. I, uh... I didn't hate it. I like Braun Strowman. There was parts I did despise. The finish I thought was kind of obvious because it reminded me of the old steel cage match finishes like where like Jimmy Snook headbutts Bob Backlund and he falls to the cage and falls on the ground. Or, oh, you know, that wasn't Backlund. Uh, that was uh, Don Morocco. You know, he headbutts Don Morocco or he throws Don Morocco like into the corner and Don Morocco flies through the ropes and goes to the cage and falls to the floor. So like the, the baby face accidentally throws the bad guy out of the ring, out of the cage, and that's how he loses the match or whatever. Right. And I thought, all right, I haven't seen that in ages. So you know we're going to see that with this, with this uh, ambulance match. I didn't see it at the very beginning, but like as the match was progressing, I'm watching, especially by the ambulance, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That, or I actually thought like uh, Roman Reigns would spear Strowman into the ambulance, and the force would close the door behind them, and the referee would like call the match a draw, or some bullshit see, thing that, like that. That would have been interesting if they could have done yeah. that. Yeah, but I. I have no problem with Roman Reigns with with Braun Strowman winning the match. Oh, I don't either. Um, 
and by having the finish the way it did, you know, it keep Roman Reigns keeps his heat. I thought the whole crashing the ambulance bit after this is not 1998. This is not the NWO. We don't need things like that, in my opinion. I I'm still confused. Yeah. As to how Bron- uh, Roman Reigns wasn't arrested for attempted murder. Well, not only that, but how instead of not being arrested, he's rewarded with a title shot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you just tried to literally murder somebody. Here is yep. your chance at the championship belt. Yeah. That that is exactly it. I, I, you know, like you said, it's not, it's not the Monday Night Wars, where you have crazy stuff. Well, it's like when they brought the NWA back in two thousand two, and they did that bit with the Rock and smashing the ambulance with the tractor trailer and on and on and on. It's the same right. scenario of like this is not, this is over. That was passe in 2002. 15 years later, it's extremely passe. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, oh, let's just talk about it real quick. Braun Strowman, I mean not Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe, uh, six and a half minutes of fury of, of Brock getting killed, 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 and then Joe losing to the only offensive move that Brock Lesnar busted out, basically. No, he threw him into the corner once or twice. Yeah, he did the shoulder blocks. I think he threw he six did, suplexes. He did a couple suplexes. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I actually thought that this match, it, it was way better than I was anticipating it being. I, I was anticipating it being another, like, Goldberg-esque match, but the other way. I thought that they would have Lesnar just destroy him. Yeah, I'm glad that it at least made Samoa Joe look like a legitimate threat, even though you know he lost in four moves. I mean, yeah, I agree. The match is better than I thought it was going to be. Um, well, actually, no. Let me rephrase that. It wasn't better than I thought it was going to be. It was. It was. Joe had more offense than I thought he was going to have. You know, because the build of the match, I thought, you know, made me think Joe was going to be a legit contender. And I thought it would be a little bit more give and take. I didn't, you know, Joe was dominant in that match, completely dominant. And he lost. I'm more interested in seeing a rematch between those two at SummerSlam than I am Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Well, I think it's going to be Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman. Oh, Fatal 4-Way? Yeah, because, I mean, they're hyping it up that there's no way... Reigns is going to have a match without Strowman interfering, and yep. Samoa Joe legitimately, you know, still has a, you know, a claim, I guess, maybe. Yeah. But well, uh, and this way you can take the belt off of Lesnar without uh, pinning Lesnar. Yep. You know, which means that Roman Reigns is going to pin Samoa Joe. You heard it here first, folks. Roman Reigns pins Samoa Joe for the belt at SummerSlam. Yeah, but once again, Brock Lesnar loses the title without losing the title. Right, and this way you have Strowman lose a match without taking a fall. You know, because now apparently he's a cyborg because... No, that makes perfect sense. It really does. he gets smashed in an ambulance into a truck and then yep. beats up, you know, EMTs on his way walking out saying, Leave me alone! I was surprised, and I'm sure it wasn't his... I'm, I'm sure it was fake blood, but I was still supply, surprised they even used that to show him smearing it down the wall as he walked and everything. And, and maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was legit. He had arm lacerations. I, I don't know. But I was surprised they even showed that. Well, there there was like there, – there were at least three matches that people bled in this event. Yeah, you had but that. People, people kept getting busted open. Matt yeah. Hardy took a nasty shot. Yep, Matt Hardy did. Uh, he did. Oh, geez, just this past Friday, Finn Balor got a couple good lacerations on his head. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, can that can that feud end, please? I I don't want a no DQ match. Two weeks ago on Raw, when Finn basically dismantled Samson. Yep. They're like, yeah, this feud is over. And then this past Monday, he's still out there singing songs about him. It's like, oh my god, are you kidding me? And now yeah. I have to see. A no DQ match between them. So, the Augusta before, Civic Center. Before we get off of that, I just oh. want to say, uh, Great Balls of Fire, 
The yeah. one match that I really appreciated was yep. the big cast Enzo Amore match. Oh, explain yourself. Because that match was exactly what it should have been. Oh, Kaz beating the crap out of Enzo just, for five minutes? Ragdolling yeah. for however long the match was. Hey, were you as shocked as I was that Bray Wyatt got the win over Seth Rollins? Were you as shocked that Bray Wyatt also got a win on Raw the next night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, I mean, like, That's, I was just like, it's like, damn. I've never, I cannot think of a time when he has won two matches in a row. Well, the Augusta Did Civic Center. you? <laughs> yeah. The Augusta Civic Center, uh, the, the, August the 12th, WWE's coming to town with their SummerSlam Heatwave Tour. And uh, I'm taking my son. And uh, they just posted this on their Facebook page. Uh, they announced a part of the card that's that's listed. Uh, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Okay. So Wyatt's losing there. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. I, I have no idea what's going to happen. But uh, Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. Interesting. Uh, Dean versus the Hardys. Dean Ambrose versus Miz. Don't care anymore. Uh, the Hardy Boys versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, don't care. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Dana Brooke versus Alexa Bliss, Nia Jackson, Emma. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it does. They they were advertising Finn Balor on the WWE's website. I haven't checked to see if they're no longer are, or they just haven't announced him versus Elias Samson yet. Um, I was hoping for the revival like that. Like I Why honestly, revival the, not against the Hardys. That's I don't. Who they're feuding with right now. Maybe they'll change it. Be, maybe they'll change it between now and then. I mean, it is just you know three and a half weeks away. But I tell you what, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the. Uh, I, I wanted to go to the show to see Finn Balor and the revival, and I don't like the fact that. The revival's three, not advertised. Three, three weeks. Exactly. <laughs> They're not on the card. Yeah, the revival's not advertised. Period. Like they haven't been. Finns are advertised on WWE's website, but he doesn't have a match listed on, on this. So that's kind of like, man. <laughs> so, whatever. I guess I don't know. Hey, uh, kid gets to see Cena. <sighs> he doesn't even like Cena. <laughs> Yeah, so we're at camp, we're camping, right? Uh, we went we went camping this past on our vacation here this past week or whatever, and um, I am sitting uh, on the shore. My kids are out swimming and they're on the dock. I think I texted you this or messaged you this, and we're sitting there and I hear them talking. My son's got WWF swim trunks on that I bought him like on the uh, on the cheap at the end of the season, whatever. And, oh, you like wrestling? Yeah, I like wrestling. And all the boys are talking about how they like wrestling, and Kanan's out there with them. And I, I can, I, you know, like I said, I can hear him. And uh, Kanan's like, does anyone here like John Cena? Because he sucks. And one kid's like, I do. And he's like, your favorite wrestler sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a little harsh. That's a little harsh. And then he goes, <laughs> and then, and the, and then the other kid goes, well, who's your favorite wrestler? And Kanan goes, Kenny Omega. And they go, who? And he goes, you guys even watch New Japan? And I'm going, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> so my 11-year-old is like discussing, you guys don't watch New Japan? No, why, why would we watch, no, what, what is that? New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's, it's Japanese Pro Wrestling. How do you watch that? I don't know, internet? My dad watches it. I watch it with him. And they go, well, who does your dad like? And he's like, oh, <laughs> He likes Omega. He likes. He goes. He likes Okada. He really likes this guy named Shib, cause Shibata. Shibata. Like I'm so proud of him. I am. I am. It's so great. Like, and they're going. He's like, who do you guys like? And they're all naming like John Cena, Dean Ambrose. No one said Roman Reigns, thank God. But you know Seth Rollins. You know AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. And he's like, yeah, okay, they're cool. He goes, they were in New Japan Pro Wrestling first. He goes, you know how they say they're the IWGP champion? Yeah. Well, that that's the belt. And so I was just, I was really proud of him. That's fantastic. I was really proud of him. It was like he's sitting there, and they come out, and they, they, they're sitting, like, with their towels talking because I called them in. And, you know, it's like um, 
he goes, do you guys watch NXT? And they go, no, what's that? He's like, it's WWE, but better. It's on the WWE Network. He's like, you can watch some really good like guys that were on the independents that are there now, like Chris Hero. He's Cassius Ono. And Tommy End is, is Aleister Black. And I'm just like, I, I want to high-five him so bad, but I don't want to embarrass him in front of his friends by hugging him and, and everything in front of him. Well, not friends, but you know, strangers that he's schooling on what good wrestling is. Right. <sighs> Sorry. I have a gloating dad right there. <laughs> Anyhow, good stuff. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even think about this. Like, it just dawned on me. There's a pay per view this Sunday. We probably might should talk about a little bit. Sure. Uh, are you familiar with which one I'm referring to? Yeah, you're talking about uh, Survivor Series '92. Exactly. Exactly. Battleground. Um. So uh, the, the pre-show match, you know, is the match I'm looking forward to almost the most. Tyler, Ty Dillinger against Aiden English. English? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think unfortunately they're going to give it a minute and twelve seconds with a commercial break. But, Probably. But I think that match will be pretty spectacular. Like it, two of those guys are both really good. See, I don't think Ty Dillinger had any any favors for him by being called up to the main roster. I think if he was still down in NXT, he'd probably be challenging Bobby Roode for the belt or having continuing the push he was getting. I think he's just done nothing but flounder up there on the main roster. I think you see some guys are starting to realize getting called up to the quote-unquote main roster is not all it's cracked up to be. Right. You know. I, I think it's better on SmackDown. Yeah. But Well, <laughs> American Alpha. Oh, yeah. Come on. about this? What yeah, let's talk about the, the stupid. Yeah, let let go. Yeah, yeah. Of all of the payoffs for the Kurt Angle thing, come on, come on. I know, right? Like, I didn't. Ex- first of all, I didn't expect his reveal to be that he had a bastard child. And and then of all people, I didn't expect it to be Jason Jordan. So yeah, I mean, at least Chad Gable had his Olympic pedigree. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't expect Jason Jordan, and then the way they did it, here's my he's he like gloated about his accomplishments, announced them to the ring, they had a big hug, and they walked to the back. Yep, that was it. Did you see last night on SmackDown when they had Chad Gable interviewed? And he's like, "It's fucking bullshit." Yeah, he's yeah. Like, he was acting weird. Yeah, he's I been mean, acting strange. Never and, said anything to me. <laughs> apparently, he's on he's on Raw now, and apparently, we're no longer a tag team. Ugh. Yeah, not that you're much of a tag team, anyways, as of late. But yeah, terrible. Well, they yeah. have to spend nine nine segments of SmackDown yeah. showing the Usos and New Day feuding still. <sighs> uh, well, I don't know. I'm surprised you're not saying you're excited about this match, AJ Styles against Kevin Owens. No, I said the match I'm almost excited about the most. Oh, almost excited about the most. All right, fair enough. So, yeah, AJ against Kevin Owens for the U.S. title. Now, you want to know why I heard I, – I read that the reason why they took the U.S. title off Kevin Owens is because you have Rusev doing the anti-American angle, and you have Mahal doing the anti-American angle, and they really didn't want three guys doing it on one show. But – Kevin Owens wasn't doing the anti-American angle. He was doing the... The new face of America. Yeah. Right. Yeah, which is sort of pro-America. Yeah. Did you see... Okay, I didn't think about the... Go ahead. That is the problem with having every time someone is not from America, making them an anti-American heel. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's just shitty booking. Oh, it's lazy. Okay, it works back. Okay, next to no heat at all. And Kevin Owens uh, is fantastic. So let him do what he wants to do, and screw Rusev in the hall. Back, back during the forty, you know, back during the fifties and sixties, you could still go the evil Japanese route or the evil Nazi route, you know, for the for the heel. And then you had like you know the evil Iranians, and then the evil Russians, you know. So they've always had you know. But like hated we're, foreigners, we're but but then with India, right? No, we're not. We don't care about Bulgaria. Nope, we don't. And like, I mean, Canada is our hat, so we're not fighting with them. No, so like, come on. Yeah, 
No, it's it's stupid. Like it just yeah. And and they're not you're not gonna see like during the Persian Gulf when Sergeant Slaughter became a, a you know Iraqi sympathizer. Right. They're never gonna, they're not gonna do that. You're not gonna see a Taliban sympathizer in the ring. You know that that's not happening. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, so AJ Styles against Kevin Owens. Oh, sorry, Ty Dillinger, Aiden English. I think Ty Dillinger's going over on that when he's winning the match. I, I think so too. AJ Styles against Kevin Owens. I'm probably going to say Styles is going to retain. You know what? I have a feeling that they're going to give him a long run with the belt. Yes, me too. Because me too. you need to have one belt on the show that people care about. Yep. And it's the U.S. title. Yep. And let AJ run with it. Um. Oh, yeah. So I didn't even notice this until someone I, – I saw someone had commented on Facebook about this and Kevin Owens had replied – and he had asked Owens when he walks to the ring, why does he walk around the edge of the ramp every time? And Owens responded, "No one's gonna walk on my own. No, no one's gonna walk on my face, not even me, or something like that." Because they put his face on the ramp, so he doesn't walk over his own face. He walks around it. I've never noticed that. Either did I until I saw that, and then I, I made a point to look, and sure as shit, he did every time he walks around it. See, that's <laughs> subtle. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that, knock him, go that's ahead. how you can tell who's going to be a Hall of Famer and who you can tell is just kind of in there for a paycheck. Right. Exactly. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura against Baron Corbin. I think Nakamura wins, but I, I think it will be a better match than people are thinking out of Baron Corbin. Yep. I, I, I can I can agree with that. You know, And I, mean, I agree that Nakamura is winning. You know, I mean, last night there was the tag match. With the four of those guys. Yep. And, you know, when you're like, oh my goodness, AJ Styles and Nakamura tag teaming against Kevin Owens, and you're like, ah, Baron Corbin. But then you're like, you know what? He hangs with the big guys. So. Well, I, let's just go back to that. What was it? The triple threat match. Yeah. With Styles and him and everything. He looked yeah. good. Looked good. Yeah. I think, I think he'll be good in this. Uh, Charlotte versus Becky versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Lana. Don't, don't care. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I agree. It's amazing to me that you have the women's title, which has not been defended in months on TV. Yeah. In like a, a legit match because those matches with Lana doesn't count. Yeah. Um, and, and are they doing that to protect? Like, is Naomi hurt? No, I just think or she sucks. Are they doing it so that she doesn't have to be in a match that she's going to get embarrassed in? I, I think she's just really bad. Uh, John Cena versus Rusev in a flag match. Um, I, I think Rusev wins it. Well, yeah, Rusev can win it, and it gives a reason for John Cena to lose without being pinned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Usos against the New Day. I, the New Day. I, 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 I assume the New Day is going to win. Get written off TV for the next 18 years. Uh, yeah, see, I assume the New Day is going to win, but who the hell are they going to wrestle after that? American oh that's right yeah. the, oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh uh Heath Slater and Ryan oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. right Is there another team on SmackDown now um uh the, the Ascension. Ascension oh uh Brizongo Brizongo yeah 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 oh Primo no wait no 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 yeah. not Primo Navico yeah yeah well, tag team divisions looking stellar on SmackDown <laughs> Brizongo. That's about it. It's like legit, the best thing on SmackDown now. I like their segments. I I don't know why, but I find them very amusing because they throw in like all kinds of terrible '80s movies references and just like really dumb crap. And for some reason, I giggle every time they do it. It's entertaining. Yeah, and their their matches will be half a second where they get stomped and somehow they get pinned in under three seconds. But whatever. So I'm going with New Day because, yeah, they got to. Uh, Jinder Mahal against Randy Orton in a Punjabi prison match. Jinder Mahal is going to win because they're going to India shortly after this, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, so don't care. Don't care. Punjabi prison match is stupid as hell. That's why we got the U.S. title thing, God. Yep. That's the whole event, right? That is seven advertised matches, one pre-show match. 
I care about three matches, and one is the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah, same here, basically. I mean, I watched the card. I got to work this Sunday. I'll watch the show. Yeah, I, uh, I'll watch it too, because that's what I do. But if I, I, I haven't been able to sit down to watch the G1, the start of the, the New Japan G1 tournament yet. I'm hopefully going to try to find the time to here soon. Uh, unfortunately, but not unfortunately, I got a busy couple few days coming up. Uh, I'm going to go see Spider-Man tonight with uh, John. And then tomorrow I have a Tom Petty concert down in Boston at the Garden. And then Friday I'm going to Limitless Wrestling in Westbrook. And then Saturday we're doing some family bonfire gimmick at her cousin's house before I go to work. And then Sunday I got the pay-per-view. So I don't know when I'm going to have time to watch the G1, but I'm hoping to watch it sometime. I love how you called it a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling vernacular is mixed in my normal talk. Between wrestling vernacular and law enforcement lingo, um, no one understands what I say most of the time when I talk to you in person. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't understand what you say half the time when you type to me either. Well, yeah, because a lot of times I'm tired or <laughs> I use speak to text and it fucks up and I don't bother to fix it. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody does. Yeah, no. Sometimes it's fun. It's like let's roll the dice and see what it see. Let's see kind of message I'm gonna send. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that is that is how my oldest son became known as Math Owl. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing he's really good at math. But it was just kind of funny. I was talking to one of my wife's cousins. I was using voice to text, and I said Nathaniel, and somehow Nathaniel became Math Owl, and that's what the two of us call him now. That's awesome. Yeah. That is truly awesome. So, if he ever goes into professional wrestling, he's already got his name. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. If anything else I wanted to share before I forget. Oh, did you watch the uh, Kurt Angle WWE 24 special? Yes, I did. I thought that was really good. I liked it. I thought they did a good job I, with it. I thought the funniest part of it was when they were showing advertisements for it. Yep. Every single ad was showing when Triple H brought him in to meet Vince McMahon for the first time. Yeah. But when it's actually on the show, they walk in the room and Vince like waves at the camera and goes, get out, get out with the camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the thing that you're hyping that we get to see was not actually on. <laughs> um, I, I liked it. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I mean, we got to see some early footage from his amateur days that they've never really shown. We got to see some Funkin' Dojo footage. Yep. Um I like how they intercut it together with present and past and everything. I thought they did a really good job with it. I was very, very surprised that they interviewed Dixie Carter and yeah. the fact that they even put on there, like under the, her name, it said former president of TNA Wrestling. And they showed a newspaper clip clipping about him signing with TNA Wrestling. Well, I that, mean, it was a huge part of his life. You're absolutely right, it was, yeah, but it's... Well, it's professional it's, life, too. It's essentially the first time they've acknowledged TNA Wrestling on programming. But it's not TNA anymore, so maybe that's why they did it. Oh, maybe that is why. Oh, very good. Very good. That's that's That makes a lot of sense, actually. Because now, what is it, Global Force Wrestling, GFW? Global Force Wrestling, yeah. They still call the show Impact... Right. Which surprises me. You know, I'm surprised they're still calling it Impact Wrestling. I thought for sure they would have they would call it something else by well, now, but I mean if you think about it, with today's DVRs and you know, whatever else, if you're changing the name of everything and people yeah. are looking for your show. Right. They won't be able to find it. If they're looking You know, that TNA, that's actually a really valid point. If they're if, looking for TNA for some reason. And yep. TNA isn't there. They can be like, huh? Oh, well, let's look for Impact. And then they find yep. Impact, and they're like, oh, what's GFW Impact? And they're like, oh, well, it still has you know Bobby Lashley, and up until he was suspended, Alberto Del, whatever, El Patron, I think. Yeah, that's and, a very, uh, that's a very valid point, sir. I didn't consider I mean, that. Like, if if for some reason the WWE loses that title. 
and they have to call themselves, you know, like something just, else. Yeah, like whatever else. They, I, my assumption is they would still call the show Raw. So if people are yeah. like, oh, well, I gotta set the, I have to set the DVR for Raw. Yeah. No. You know. Yeah. No. You're right. I didn't. I didn't consider that. Yeah. I mean, it's hmm. the only thing I can think of. It's probably a way dumber reason than that. Yeah. Like, if they change the name of the show, they lose the tape library or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's funny. Okay. So, uh, I got the new Kevin Owens DVD. Oh, how is that? I want to see that. Uh, The documentary feature is just just about an hour long, a little over, so it's a little short for me. It's Mm. really good, though. Yeah, I figured it would. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. They did a really good job with that. And I know I'm saying really a lot, but that, I mean, it, it's it's excellent. <laughs> um, and the bonus, I, I bought the DVD instead of the Blu-ray. I haven't bought a DVD release in forever for WWE because I always get the Blu-ray because the Blu-ray has extra features on it. Why would I not get the extra features? Well, However, is the price point the same? Nah, it's just it's usually three or four dollars more for the Blu-ray. So that that which doesn't bother me. That's it's usually worth it for that. Yeah. However, the Kevin Owens extra features were just WWE matches. Mm. Like there was an NXT match and a couple of like Raw matches and maybe a SmackDown match. I don't know, but uh, it was it wasn't worth the me the effort because like honestly in my area, uh, locally. The, no one gets the Blu-ray anymore. They're just getting the DVD. And you have to either special order the Blu-ray or order it online anyways or drive to Portland, or you know, which is an hour away, to, to get it. So um, Best Buy maybe had it. I don't know. I didn't check there, actually. But I just grabbed the, the, the DVD at Walmart. It was like $17.99 or whatever. So, um, But on Disc 2, it's got like more stories. And it's even better. Like, I, I think, I mean, the documentary f- feature is great, but I actually enjoyed the bonus stories even more because the whole bonus stories also included, like, his Superstar Inc. and his Unfiltered with Renee Young, and all that was just over an hour. Cool. Yeah, so the bonus stuff is great. And then the matches are all, like, the matches we've seen, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I'm sort of upset about. Like, I was really hoping that they would have a bunch of... Maybe like his Ring of Honor stuff. No, they had footage and clips yeah, during the documentary for of, of Ring of Honor footage, PWG footage, and some yeah, other independents. Yeah. Huh? That's the other stuff I would have liked to see. Yeah, I mean, it had footage in the documentary of those other promotions, but of actual matches, they just had uh, NXT and WWE. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's a rights issue. But. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, hey, I, th- I think it's pretty great that they reached out to, like, PWG and Ring of Honor and, and stuff like that to, to even put the footage on there. Yeah. I, I mean, thought that was great. And there's some old footage from when he first started in wrestling. Yeah, like the CM Punk one had all that IWA Mid-South footage on it and everything. Yeah. So, um, But, you know, like, they talked to Jimmy Jacobs, who's now a writer there. They talked to Steve Carino on there. You know, they talk to Seth Rollins. This is, <laughs> the whole bit with Seth Rollins is absolutely hilarious because Seth Rollins actually comes off looking like an asshole because he says himself, I never thought they would sign Kevin Owens. I absolutely never thought they would sign Kevin Owens. And then they did. And, like, it's, it's basically Seth Rollins comes off looking like a doubting Thomas asshole to this alleged friend of his. Like, I can't believe they signed you. I can't believe you won the belt. I can't believe you're getting called up to the main roster. You know what I mean? Like, through the whole thing. And there's a funny, 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 funny story where that, that Kevin Owens tells about when he debuted with against Cena on Raw. Okay. And do you want me to tell you or not? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay, so Kevin Owens is there, and he goes to talk to Vince, and Vince, and they're you know they're telling him, hey, you know, put your gear on, you're you're gonna go out and have the confrontation with Cena, and you know you're gonna pop up power bottom, blah blah blah. And Kevin Owens goes, okay, so just to be clear, you actually want me to have my gear on, right? And he's like, yeah. All right, well, people are gonna ask me, they're gonna come up and say, hey, why do you have your gear on? What are you doing tonight? What am I supposed to tell them? 
I get Vince McMahon apparently says, tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> so then he goes, so I'm sitting over like... <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I didn't do that. So he's sitting over and like catering or whatever and he's sitting there and Seth Rollins comes over and sits down and he's he's got a steak and so he's cutting the steak with his fork and his knife and he goes, hey, you got your gear on. And Kevin Owens goes, yeah, yeah, I do. And he's like, so uh, what do they got you doing tonight then? What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go out and start a program with John Cena. <laughs> and Kevin, apparently Seth Rollins just threw his fork and knife in the air behind him over his head. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's just so that's why he comes off looking like an asshole because of how much he doubted him all every step of the way. Um, yeah, so it was good. Oh, dude, well, is it, do you think it's so much doubting or you know just like friendly rivalry? Like, why am I not the one? I I, I don't know. I probably maybe it's both. That's funny. Maybe it's both, but it's also a little bit. What do I tell them? You tell them to go fuck themselves. Okay. Uh they, when they offered him his contract, and this has been said before, when they offered him his contract, they basically said, um, we're going to offer you a contract, but don't expect anything. Don't expect to go up to the main roster. Don't expect this. Don't expect that. We're giving you an opportunity, and let's just see what we can do. But don't expect anything. And so he calls up, you know, Sami Zayn. He's like, hey, uh, did they say this to you? And he goes, no, they didn't say that to me at all. And ultimately what it was is William Regal, sorry, Triple H sent William Regal to go scout Kevin Owens at PWG, and then Triple H is the one that pushed to sign Kevin Owens. And they only signed him because Triple H wanted to sign him. And six months after he signed, he's beating trip, you know, John Cena at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it took him a long time to get there, but you know talent rises to the top if you will the cream rises to the top but yeah. like when you hear that story and then you th- and then they show like the promo that he cut on Cena when they had their face to face that first time it really is like you can like that's what makes his promo so good is cuz he's actually using raw emotions and feelings and that anger that he was feeling inside he held on to that so we could cut that promo you like when he says a little t- a little veteran advice for you and he cuts him off and he's like first of all i've been doing this longer than you've been doing this i've been wrestling longer than you yeah sure you maybe you got your break way way before i did but don't you think you're a veteran to me and you can tell me what to say and do or whatever i was like i was initially i thought it was a great promo but then to um but then to see like Cam talk about it and then they show the promo, it's like, holy shit, that makes it even better. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember if it's in the feature or if it's in the special features, but you there's a promo that they show. And basically what it is is they called him down. And this is like when they were doing the tryout. You know what I mean? This is before they told him they were going to sign him. They said, hey, can you come down and uh, you cut a promo for us? And so he cut a promo in front of like – everybody or whatever it was and it's a damn good promo and it's just like wow that's that's fucking awesome and it was all about Sami Zayn and everything and it's just like if they would have played that promo like after he attacked him when he debuted and then Sami Zayn won the belt and then he beat him up after if they would have played that promo after saying hey you know this is the promo he cut in a, you know on, on additions or whatever it was or this is what he had to say people would have like a whole new level to the feud for those who weren't familiar with their previous feud you know what I mean like it was a really good promo cool yeah it's pretty badass so go pick it up yeah it's definitely on my list the uh, next one I plan on getting is the uh, 86 to 95 unreleased or something like that. Yeah, that's out in September. September, yeah, I think it's September. That and then, you know, they're putting out an AJ Styles DVD this year. Ooh. He's only been with a company like less than two years by the time it comes out. Is it going to be like his story of how he got there? I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going to be about. They haven't released a lot about it, but it's just. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know if it's maybe it's going to be a next year release, but I actually thought it was going to be end of this year type release. I'm going to Wrestling DVD Network now to see if it has anything. You know, that's where I usually they they do a good job with their their news. But yeah, like it's like holy shit, seriously. Hmm. Oh, and they got a Kurt Angle Ascension collection coming out. When did Kurt Angle do anything with the Ascension? No, no. <laughs> Essential, not Ascension. Uh, Essential. Makes yeah. more sense. And they got a uh, uh, 30 Years of the Survivor Series DVD coming out this year. Cool. Oh, okay. Apparently the D... Okay, here it is. Kurt Angle Essential Collection, blah, blah, blah. And then there's five new DVD Blu-rays have just been confirmed for release in the United States in the, uh, in the same coming months. You have, okay, yeah, 1997, Dawn of the Attitude. So it's a whole disc on just 97. Iconic Matches, Roman Reigns. Iconic Matches, John Cena. Iconic Matches, Finn Balor. And then 30 Years of Survivor Series. Hmm. Yeah. And apparently, I don't know if it's still on sale now, but uh, the other day they had the Kevin Owens DVD on sale for 10 bucks on WWE.com. But I think that was just for a short time. Right. So, but apparently, yeah, now 2018, the AJ Styles Blu-ray DVD set is is coming out. Hmm. So, my thought is they could have a couple of his, he had like two WCW matches that could be on that set. Yeah. And he had that early WWE match with the Hurricane that they've shown on the network, not on the network, but on like YouTube and whatnot. That could be on the set, right? As far as early stuff, but unless they cut a deal with New Japan, that'd be pretty awesome if they could put some oh some of the New Japan matches on there. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Fantastic. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. they I mean, never had the match against um, Nakamura, Nakamura from Russell Kingdom. It, I I don't, I don't think, think they so want either. To see that until it happens at you know like WrestleMania or something. Unless this is set to come out around the same time or after. Mm, yeah, it could be. You know, because they with the day of the internet or the way of the internet now, they really can't say. Oh, it's like you know when they did back at WrestleMania three, Hulk Hogan and, and Andre the Giant. They could say first time ever they've never faced before. Blah blah blah. When in fact they had like a series of matches just like five years before that, right? Where Hogan was heel and Andre was the babyface. Yeah, but. You know, nowadays they they can't really get away with that. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyhow, I think that's it for me. Yeah, I got nothing else. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, well, um, check out my uh, my blog, The Wrestling Insomniac. I just finished up a uh, post. I'm going to put up here probably Thursday talking about uh, Rick Martel's 1998 WCW run. I miss Rick Martel. So. I do. Me too. And after watching all those matches in WCW and, and looking into it and everything, yeah, I, I really do miss Rick Martel. Yeah. So, anyways. I got I got oh. strike force tattoo across my chest. I don't think you do. No, I don't. <laughs> I, uh, go look up on YouTube, I'll send you the link after we get done. I watched this thing; it's from a couple of years ago. This this clip that he did for uh, Federation, a promotion up in Canada, who was uh, he was going to be making appearances at their shows, and he just he beat the shit out of four guys in a parking lot, and then cut a Rick the Model Martel type arrogance promo on him before walking away. Nice. It's uh. It's pretty- <laughs> pretty fucking random and funny and you think about the fact he was probably late 50s early 60s I don't know like 58 59 when he did that it's kind of impressive hmm. but whatever anyhow so check out my blog The Wrestling Insomniac I got some good stuff up there uh, apparently I bring hate and discontent with it uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can check me out on the uh, the Twitter machine I'm at Superstar ML. I am at Aaron S. Bell Ronnie is uh, Ronbar316, and the show is at, uh, well, the one button doesn't like to work on my keyboard anymore, so I can't actually even type out (laughs) 
one zero 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 K pods hold uh, for the Twitter on it. So I'll send you a yeah. link. Good. Send me a link so I can copy and paste it all the time. Yeah. And then don't forget the the uh, the Facebook page. Go give the Facebook page a like. Let's let's build that, or maybe we'll delete it because the 23 likes we have on it is just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe your heat will uh, start building the community. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll just start going on there and and burning burning people left and right, saying what I actually feel, as opposed to like if I'm not a fan of something, I just don't say something because I don't want to like offend people. Right. So, whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, thanks. Uh, I'm not shouting anything because my throat hurts. Yeah, I didn't think you would. Ha, 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 ha.